Yeshus HaRav El Presidente, this week's Parsha, Parshas Lech Lecha. Kedush, the Kedushas Levi brings down in Parshas Noach that there's two types of tzaddikim. There's one who works on himself, but he does it with devotion, he does it with passion, but he only works on himself. And he doesn't transmit to others uh, words of Torah and uh, uplifting words, words to, to help people become Mekarev. He works on himself. And then there's a tzaddik who works to be Mekarev of others. That's his goal in life. Interesting, fascinating idea from the Kedushas Levi that I never heard before, that Moshe Rabbeinu was the Gilgul, the reincarnation of Noach. He had to be metaken, the, the desire to be alone, to be on a, basically in a metaphorical and literal teva. Moshe didn't want to be the one, to be the savior of Am Yisrael, to be the one to lead Am Yisrael, but God said, you have to be the one. Really, Moshe was like Noach. He went... He left Egypt, he ran away, he wanted to be solemn. Hashem said no. Hashem found him and said no. And look at the, <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu was Makariv, all of Am Yisrael, Matan Torah. So really it was the ultimate tikkun for Noah was Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a fascinating idea over here to think that last week we spoke about Noah, was he great, was he not great and all these things. But from here we see from this idea from the Kedushas Levi, it's not about great or not great. You're supposed to fix. You're suppo- as a Jew, as a person, you have to come to this world and help other people, raise, raise up the people around you, inspire the people around you. Noah did not do that. So someone had to be metaking that. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu. He had to come here and, and, and Noah had to come back as Moshe Rabbeinu and, and fix what, what he didn't do, according to the Kedushas Levi. So that's what Ela told us Noach is. That's what that's when we read Ela told us Noach, Shem, Cham, and Yafes. Noach only had birthed, so to speak, three people. The word Ela comes to limit the subject of that Pasuk. So Ela told us Noach, it's limiting, it's saying Noach only had three, three uh, uh, people that he birthed, so to speak. Shem, Cham, and Yafes. He didn't have any converts. He didn't have any Balei Tshuva. Moshe birthed 600,000. And Avram too. There was one big water, says the Kedushas Levi, and Masa Bereshis. And God split, split it. He made the upper waters and he made the lower waters. And the lower waters are, so to speak, meant to elevate the mundane aspects of creation. To make them higher spiritual entities. And that's Avram Avinu. Making yourself lower in order to uplift everybody else. Not to fear going to lower, undesirable, Gashmius type places, but to embrace it. Lech lecha. Avram was not one to stay in a teva. He had to go. He had to go and he had to do. And he had to, as he went, as he traveled, uplift the world around him. Am Yisrael is compared to the moon. And the famous Medrash recounts how the moon wasn't happy that God made him smaller and weaker than the sun. The sun is bigger and much brighter. We can suggest that why is Am Yisrael like the moon? There's a lot of reasons. But the sun lights up the day. The moon is tasked with illuminating the darkness, the night. It says, Parshas Bereshis, Eile toldos hashamayim ve'aretz bara. That such is the story of heaven and earth when they were created. But the Mepharshim bring down, Bihibaram, you can say, you can rearrange it. It's Behei Baram, that the world was created with the letter He, 
or Be'avraham, if you re- rearrange the letters, Eot Holos Shemayim Ve'aretz, Be'avraham, that in the Zchus of Avraham the world was created. What's the connection over here? What's hey? Says Maharal, a combination of a Dalet and a Yud. If you look at a hey, it looks like a Dalet and a Yud combined. Explains the Maharal, the Yud represents Ruchnius, pure spirituality. It's the smallest letter in the entire alphabet, and therefore it's the least physical of the letters. Dalit represents our physicality. There's four directions, north, south, east, west. And matter has four dimensions to it. And I'm sure there's many other examples in, um, in the world of this, of the significance of the number four. But Dalit represents our physicality. So, Behei Baram and Be'avraham, with Behei did God create the world, and in the Zchus of Avraham did God create the world. These two concepts are clearly connected. Because the letter He is about bringing the Yud, the spiritual, the purely spiritual, into the Dalit, into the purely physical. And we know that He represents Teshuva because if you sin and you fall out the bottom, the He has a space on the bottom open. If you fall out the bottom, you can always return through the top. And as we've said many times, that through doing Teshuva Me'ava, you elevate the sin, the most physical thing, and you turn it into a mitzvah. And we see... That Avraham was someone who was all about elevating the physical, lowering himself, going to low places physically, and therefore risking his own spiritual well-being, his own kedusha, putting himself in spiritual danger in order to uplift. He believed that even Sodom, the worst place ever, was worthy of saving, that it had sparks of godliness within it, that it had some righteous people there. That's the connection between the hay and Avraham. This is the idea of bris milah. One can suggest Mila is like the purpose of creation boiled down to one mitzvah. Why? Because through Mila, you're elevating the limb that can be used for pure physicality and launching it into the spiritual realm. Even this can be used for godliness. And that's our mission, to elevate the physical. That's what we're fixing in the world from the Chet Eitz Hadas, and this is ultimately why we're here. So we're living in a dark time with anti-Semitism on the rise. What do we do? We prepare ourselves for the worst. We do our ishtadlis to protect ourselves. We use our voice to speak out against anti-Semitism. But most importantly, Torah and mitzvos. There's nothing more important you can do. And some people hear that and they say, really, Torah and mitzvos is going to save me? That's not a gun. That's not a, a security camera on the door. That's not a, a security training or security guards or policemen. What's Torah and mitzvos going to do? We shouldn't wait to feel Jewish pride only when anti-Semitism bears its, its ugly head. We need to be about it all the time. All this sheker in the world is caused because we're not doing enough. We need to try to do more. Being a Jew is being connected to God through Torah and mitzvot in all scenarios, always. Shivisi Hashem Negdi Tamid. To place God before you at all times. Take it from Avram Avinu. So we should be zochet to, to understand who we are, what our essence is. To learn Torah and perform mitzvot as much as possible to, to illuminate the darkness like the moon. Because that's who we are. Everybody should have an amazing Shabbos.